Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Hello, Calm Parents. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. And today I'm talking with Norman W. Holden, the author of Do Better, How One Father Gained Wisdom from Texting His Teen Daughter. Norm is not a therapist, licensed professional, or counselor. He describes himself as a down-to-earth, everyday man, husband, and father of two has, who has earned his hard knocks degree in parenting. Welcome, Norm. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Kim. I appreciate you having me on this morning. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your story um, as a dad and how you got into writing this book. Well, I would have to say that it never, I never started out with the intent to write a book. It, it uh, all started with the fact that I felt like I was uh, disconnected from my daughter. Um, as a, you know, a father of a, of a teen girl growing up, moving, moving on in life, I felt like there was this disconnect that I, I wasn't able to bridge. And uh, frankly, it, it felt like, um, social media or, you know, the device that she had in her hand had more of an impact on her than I did. And unfortunately, it probably, uh, you know, while uh, technology brings a lot of great things into our lives, it feels like there was a lot more negative that came from that device and positive uh, Mm -hmm. in her world. And I was having difficulty just communicating like we are now. And I figured if uh, she, uh, you know, had this device with her all the time, that maybe it would be better if I try connecting to her through that technology. Even though I'm not a, I'm not big into social media. I don't do a lot of that stuff. I felt like why not try to use the technology that's captured her attention. So I just started one morning. I wanted her to have some positive uh, influences in her life. So I just, uh, one morning decided to send her a a positive message and I said, well, I'll do it again. And and I I just kind of started on this routine of doing it, um, which eventually evolved into me doing it for a year straight. I never intended on doing that originally, uh, but that's eventually what it progressed into. And it was, uh, I built a regimen of just sending her a positive message positive affirmation, something to help try to motivate her, just bring something um, good, a good message on a, on a daily basis. So that's how it all kind of started. How did your daughter respond when you started texting her? Well, funny enough, uh, she, I got no responses. <laughs> okay. So most teens or I, okay. Uh, <laughs> the, it, the message went into the ether and uh, I didn't get anything back. And, uh, you know, it was, at first it was a little disheartening. And I, I uh, was talking to my wife about it. She says, well, are you doing it to get a response? And I said, no, I, 
that's not why I started this. She says, then don't worry about it. Well, I, after about uh, two months or so of, of doing this, I finally, one morning, I said in my message, I said, should I continue? And that was uh, the one that she responded to. You know, she said, yes, you know, I, I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy getting these messages. So it was, okay, so I need to keep doing it. And then uh, you get into a process of trying to come up with a, a simple message on a daily basis uh, for, you know, whatever. I'm losing your sound a little bit, Norm. I'm, having trouble I'm sorry. Okay. Um, what turned into something that uh, eventually became a, you know, a daily routine for a year, it was, I learned that it was a challenge to come up with something positive, you know, a, <laughs> every day. a positive affirmation or motivation on a daily basis. It was a challenge. So we, so your sound is coming in and out a little bit. It's really good for one moment and then, and then kind of go out. And I don't want people to miss this because I think this message is so important. And what I, what I really want to pull out of this is that you, and I, I I love what your wife said, because I think that is so critically important. Are you doing it to get a response or are you doing it to connect with your team? Because I think so many parents do this and reach out. And when they don't get that response, they feel hurt and they give up. And yours was through the persistence of doing it. And even though you weren't getting the response, you were getting through. And I think that is the biggest most important message to give parents is just keep showing up because it's getting through so what did you learn through this process with your team well i mean i learned uh it was very introspective the whole process and i i learned a great deal not only about trying to better communicate uh i i you know i just you know, a lot of it, you're you're looking at high in hindsight at your parenting and and what you did and what you should have done. And I, you know, I, I you kind of kick yourself a little bit and say, you know, I should have probably just been more forward earlier in life and made um, more of an effort to have that that conversation on a more regular basis. Uh, but it, it all kind of, not to make excuses, but it, I think it happens to all of us where life kind of happens and we're distracted with everything that's going on around us. And, and we don't build that routine that we need to, to, to have that conversation. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's, it's challenging with the team. I, I have, uh, we have actually three children. Uh, Emily was the oldest and then we had twin sons, uh, and it's hard to get through. And I think, frankly, it's a little, at least for me, it was harder to get through to my daughter than it was to my sons because I could, can, I understood what they were going through. Whereas in my book, I described that, you know, as a father of a of a teen daughter, I don't, I don't have the same. Uh, I haven't had the same life experiences, so I can't fully appreciate what she is going through as she, you know, transitions through adolescence and teenage years and then early adulthood. So it's a little bit harder to make that connection. Yeah, I, I hear that from a lot of dads and 
girls that that dis that connection that they had when they were little they miss it but they don't know how to keep it because the dynamic changes so much and I think dads get a little just nervous because they're not even sure what to say right they're not exactly sure how to show up for their kids they start focusing on being the provider but I hear from a lot of girls dad suddenly feel I feel rejected by my dad and the dads feel rejected by their daughters because they just don't know how to connect. So I just admire that you went and said, okay, instead of fighting this texting thing and making her put it down and spend time with me, I'm going to show up where she's at, which is on her phone. And I'm going to keep popping up on her phone, right? Right where she already is and just show up for her. And I, I can't even fathom how that felt for your daughter. I, I bet that was just mind blowing for her to know that you were there thinking of her every day. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it was certainly an interesting experience. And I, uh, I would tell people that, you know, technology as a whole, uh, especially being a parent of the first generation of kids that grew up with it, we don't realize the impact it has on them until I think, frankly, it's too late. And, and then one of the things that I realized is you just can't replace a uh, conversation. You know, it doesn't matter the, uh, what medium you try to use to, to, if it's virtually like this or, or uh, texting or Instagram or whatever it may be, it, 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 it doesn't replace a uh, one-to-one -one conversation with somebody. And to tell parents they need to do that often and early and, and as much as possible, set up some boundaries with uh, that device and, and uh, yeah. don't let it control uh, your teen's life like it does for a lot of them. Um, so I, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is the, the right path for everybody, but it was something different and that I tried and, and uh, like I said before I didn't start out wanting to uh, put it in a book but as I went along uh, and after talking with my daughter about it I realized that hey there's probably some other parents out there I when I talk to folks I realize there's other people that are struggling with the same things and I, I put it out there and, and with the hopes that maybe it can help one or two other parents and and it's uh, done some good. So. That's that's great. And how did it change your relationship with your daughter? Uh, I, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, you, you know, you talk about that uh, uh, a young daughter and a father, that connection uh, early on. I think what it has done is just made her realize that um, she's loved, you know, no matter um, you know, no, no matter what path or what choices she makes or whatever she does, uh, she firmly knows where I stand and, and, uh, my feelings. And, you know, I, I think it's helped to connect us more. Now, do we talk as much? I don't, I don't know if we do or not, but, uh, I think it's certainly, uh, when we are together, I can tell that, uh, some of that connection that we had when she was younger is, is there again. So Yeah. Well, you were building it daily. And I think putting that as 
a kind of a, a habit or a ritual where you made the effort to connect? Because I think a lot of times we, like you said, we get so busy and all of a sudden we look back and we go, oh my God, I haven't even talked to my child in a week, right? And it's like, that's a long time for a kid to not go without connecting. And I'm imagining too, because I, I know a lot of parents are going, I want to connect. I don't know how. And when I make an effort, they, I get rebuffed, right? They just kind of push me aside. But this is a way to just kind of sneak in there where they already are, right? And you yeah. start building that. And that then creates an opening to have that face-to-face conversation, which you're right. Nothing replaces that, but that kind of supports and builds up to that and kind of just creates that bridge between when you get that time together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it, uh, it, you can't replace that, that daily routine, you know, the conversation. One of the challenges that I have, and I know other parents have the same thing, and I think you mentioned it a little bit ago, as a father, you're very much wrapped into having to provide for your family. And for me, for, you know, extended period of time, uh, I had to travel quite a bit for my work. So, you know, I would call home every night and talk to my kids, but it wasn't the same as being in the room and having a conversation with them. And at the time that I did it, it was at a critical point in my daughter's, you know, development from, you know, early uh, teenage years on. Yeah. Uh, I, I was not there as much. Uh, so part of me felt like I needed to make up for that time that I wasn't there, which, you know, we all, you know, try to make the best decisions that we can as we go along as parents. And you can always, uh, hindsight's a wonderful thing. You could always do something different. Uh, but I I just realized that I, I probably wasn't, as connected as I should have been. I, I should have stepped up more at the time, you know, looking back at it. Yeah. I think what's important though, too, is that even though you hadn't and you looked back and you're like, oh, I wish I had, doesn't mean, oh, well, I haven't. So it's all right. Yeah. You're like, okay, but today I'm going to yeah. change that. Yeah. Right. So it's never right. too late to change that. If you hear this and you're a dad right now that feels disconnected from your teen, particularly your teen daughter, which so many people do. So you're not alone. You can start today reconnecting. And I think it's really important. And what you noticed from your daughter, even though she wasn't showing response and giving you that, man, it was making a difference in her life. Yeah, it, uh, it, it really did feel like it, it uh, helped us connect where we were, you know, kind of uh, pulled apart there for a little while. Yeah. So even though she's, you know, she's moved to uh, uh, work's taking her to a different state now, uh, we still try to connect on the phone. I don't, uh, I don't barrage her with the texts anymore because I, I felt like after a year of doing that, that maybe that I'd give her a break from it. But, uh, <laughs> I, I bet she loved it. I mean, it's one thing. Um, I think the other dynamic we often get into with our kids, particularly during the teen years, is a very it's conflict, right? It's a lot of what correction and what they didn't do right. And so to get the steady influx of positive affirmations from your parent, that's, that's what kids like, they crave that. 
Yeah, they do. And we don't, we don't realize that, you know, I hate to keep beating up on technology, but that's where they're getting a lot of that affirmation from positive or negative. That's the reality of it. And again, being a first generation parent, you really didn't know the impact of that technology. And I've talked to parents that have had children that were uh, a few years older than our daughter that kind of moved through their teenage years with that just kind of the social media coming in at the end. Yeah. Older teenage years. And then a daughter like, like ours that was right there at their early transition from adolescence to teen years where it was, that's when it just showed up. And you don't realize, you know, unfortunately, you don't realize it until it's too late that, that uh, the impact that it has. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you recommend for parents who are worried about the amount of time their kids are spending on their devices? Yeah, I, you know, I, I see where I, I uh, personally get a, a little frustrated. I see a lot of parents, uh, you know, no different than. I mean, when I was younger, well, my parents wanted to occupy me. It was go outside. Yeah. Go outside and play, you know, do something. Uh, we didn't, we obviously, I grew up in a different time. Parents now, because it's it's so prevalent and it's everywhere, it's used as a tool to help occupy or distract children. And uh, I, I, when I see little kids at uh, restaurants and they're just their faces in this, it's like you're losing an opportunity to, to connect with your child. And I, I, I think it's like anything in life. As a parent, you have to try to set up some boundaries with it, you know, as much as possible. Obviously, you, you, you have to uh, allow them some time to connect with their friends because, frankly, that's how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but it, it shouldn't be the dominant feature in your household. Uh, I know for us as a family, you know, we had dinners together every night and that, you know, phones weren't allowed in the kitchen and they weren't allowed at the table. And uh, we were there together as a family. And uh, I would just tell parents that that's a, that's an awesome time to try, you know, just try to connect with your kids in, in general and, and use that time because uh, we, you know, we're all going to sit down and have dinner. Uh, and it's a great opportunity to have that conversation and, and, and try to connect with your kids. Yeah, I think the the family dinner has really kind of lost its place in the daily, the daily habits, right? Because we're so busy. Um, and yet everyone I talk to that's really connecting with their kids, that is one of the core elements of it, um, yeah. is having that regular time and making it a priority, right? I think we prioritize everything else over that. And that is still the most important thing. So we're, we're kind of sacrificing the most important thing to do all this other stuff. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I just, I can't reiterate enough is that need to connect with your kids. Um, Because even though they seem to be pushing you away, they want a connection with you so badly. And I, I think you showed that with just how your daughter responded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole thing was a, a labor of love. 
if you want to look at it that way. I, it wasn't to uh, write a book or, or, or do anything else. It was just a, one dad trying to figure out uh, his way through uh, parenting. Yeah. This is, this is just the journey it took me down. So. I love it. So how can people find your book? Well, they can find it just about anywhere that you can look for a book, Amazon. Uh, so it's uh, independently published. Uh, that was part of my journey of learning the process of right. the book was learning how to publish it. Uh, but you can, you can find it anywhere. You, I have a uh, website called dobetterwisdom.com, and uh, they can order from there or, or uh you know, check me out. Other than that, I don't have uh, too many other social media uh, platforms for people to go look for. So <laughs> that's all right. I think they want. I think they'll be interested in your story, though. Um, and I, I'm, I believe you've probably inspired several people. Hopefully, to go text their text their kids right now a nice positive statement. I have also found gifts. Um, I, I have one niece that only replied when I would send a gift. And I finally totally. learned that. I'm like, so we'll just talk in gifts. That's fine. That's great. At least we're connecting, right? So yeah. it's speaking their language. Yeah. yeah I, so, I, was, I was never going to figure out Snapchat. So I, I'll <laughs> just stick with texting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Leave that to them. So thank you so much. Any parting words of wisdom or encouragement for parents of teenagers? Yeah. You know what? Just... Uh, you know, shameless plug of the book is just do better. You know, you as parents, uh, as adults, as leaders, we can always uh, do better than we did yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, you know, don't we all get frustrated sometimes with how things uh, occur, and and uh, sometimes just take a step back, a deep breath, and try it again. And, I love that. Uh, try to have a positive impact. Yep. Just, just keep trying something new um, yep. until you get through. Love that. Thank you, Norm. I'm so grateful you could join us today. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn more about how to help your teen succeed, you can grab my top 10 parenting tips at askdrcam.com slash parenting tips. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode and all the helpful strategies Norm shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. I encourage you to share it with a friend as well. Until next time, have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.